everyone and welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast where I teach you self-compassion, self-coaching, and thought work. Tools that you can use to live a vibrant, healthier, happier life. Thank you for joining me again today. Very excited to be here as always. Today I kind of want to follow up on our first thought work episode that we kind of had where we talked about emotions and processing your emotions. If you haven't listened to um, the podcast about processing your emotions, go back to that episode because that's a key component of being able to do the thought work and, you know, change the thoughts that are causing us extra suffering or anxiety or unnecessary negative emotions. So first we have to learn how to process our emotions, right, and how to understand our emotions so they can give us guidance onto, you know, our new thoughts and what's working for us. So you can't just change an emotion. If we, we've talked about those and processing those, if you're just like, oh, I'm sad. Okay, I'm going to be happy. That doesn't work. What causes our emotions are the thoughts that we have in our mind. And so the very basic tenet of thought work is the understanding that our thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions, which generate our results. So your thoughts are the catalyst behind everything that's going on in your life. You have these thoughts, they create feelings, those feelings lead you to take certain actions, and then from those actions, you have the results that you have right now in your life. So, you know, if you think, it's an amazing day, I'm so so happy to be alive today, I've got so many great things going on, I can't wait to get going, right? (laughs) If you thought that, then... That could create possibly happy feelings for you and excitement about your day, which is going to lead you to smile and be happy and, you know, reach out to people around you and spread that happiness and kindness around and enjoy your commute to work, things like that. And those actions are going to generate that great day that you thought that you were going to have to start with. So it also kind of creates a self-fulfilling prophecy loop, you know, those the thoughts that we have, that's how we show up, and that's the actions we take, and that gives us our results. It's kind of like the famous Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that's that's going to be episodes in the future where we talk about self-limiting beliefs, right? Because if you have the thought, I can't do this, right? And then you feel crappy <laughs> and you feel like, you know, you're like, I don't feel like doing it. I can't do it. That's going to lead to actions that are not showing up, not really trying, not putting in the effort, and the result's going to be that you can't do it. It doesn't get done. So it creates that that self-fulfilling prophecy. But for now, just work on this basic tenet and understanding that it's our thoughts that create our feelings, which lead to our actions, which generate our results. Notice what is not in there are circumstances and other people. Circumstances are neutral events that occur, and then we have thoughts and feelings about them. And those thoughts and feelings, or those thoughts, are what make it a bad or a good circumstance, right? What's in our mind when the circumstance itself is neutral, because you can take, you know, however many people, a million people, and have them view the circumstance, and you will get many different judgments and thoughts and oh, this was good, or oh, this was bad. 
So the circumstance is actually neutral and it's just our thoughts. Same thing with other people. We don't know what is leading to their actions. Well, we know it's their thoughts, but we don't know what those thoughts are. So when we just see an action and we think it's this is bad, they're a jerk, why did they do this? Or this is great, what a what an amazing person. Um, either way, <laughs> that person is as a neutral circumstance or they're just doing their things based on their thoughts and we're having thoughts and feelings about it. So if we want to change the way we feel about a circumstance or a person or ourselves, then what we change there is not the feeling it's not the person because we can't change other people and it's not the circumstance because um, the circumstance is, you know, an event that's out of our control. So we can't change those things. The only thing we can change is our thoughts. And this is not something that we have to do. And it's not about painting everything with, you know, rose colored glasses or looking at things that way. It's about really examining the thoughts that you have about yourself, about circumstances or about other people. And being like, you know, are these true? Are these universal true? These are facts, right? And if not, do they serve me? Is it helping me in any way to keep these thoughts? Or even if a thought is true, does it serve me, right? I know one that I've worked on many times with my coach is the thought, I'm exhausted. So I'm not saying that that's not true, that I'm not tired or I don't have you know, physical feelings of tiredness in my body. But if I sit there and think, oh, I'm exhausted, then <laughs> I'm just going to continue to feel exhausted, right? And I'm going to, you know, not want to take action, want to lay down, want to rest, want to focus on being tired instead of what I can do. And the results are I'm just going to be exhausted and too exhausted to get anything done, which is kind of what I was trying to say by telling myself that I'm exhausted. <laughs> So, you know, it, even though that may be true, it doesn't serve me. Instead, I could be like, I'm a little more tired than I'd like to be right now. What can I do to give myself energy? What can I think about? Do I need to take a walk? Do I need to call a friend? You know, what are things that, that give me energy, that strengthen me and, you know, can get me going and help me feel better, right? Those kind of thoughts and looking at those things would be more helpful for me than just thinking I'm exhausted, whether it's true or not. But I digress. <laughs> so our thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions, which generate our results. So now that we know that and we know how to process those feelings, right, because when you just try to avoid them, we talked about how that just makes them stronger and it creates that resistance. But once you understand them and you're not afraid of them and you can feel them and process them, then you can be like, okay, what thoughts are causing these feelings? And are these thoughts serving me? You know, if you are down or depressed or feeling sadness because you hate the way you look, you hate something about your body or your face, you hate the way you look, you know, and you're feeling jealous and you're comparing yourself and you're sad when you look in the mirror in the mornings, um, you don't like people looking at you when you're talking to them, you're thinking, what are they thinking? Do they think that I'm ugly? Are they judging me? You know, if you're obsessed with some part of, of your body or your body image like that, sometimes it's difficult, for example, to maybe go to the beach, right, and put on a bikini. You're like, oh, my gosh, people are looking at my cellulite. They're judging me. They, they're thinking that I shouldn't be wearing this. I should wear a wrap. I should cover this up. You know, you're having all those thoughts. You're not enjoying the beach. 
you're you're not you know feeling the sand in your toes and the sun on your skin and the beautiful water and day and the company that you're with you're you're thinking about how everyone is is looking at your cellulite and judging you right <laughs> even though those things are probably not happening they are all happening in your mind and they're very real to you so you notice those thoughts and those feelings and that you feel crappy and you are able to see that and you're able to be like yeah you know this this is a moment I can have compassion for myself, right? <laughs> we, you know, in a society, we've been taught that that female looks are important and there's so much airbrushing and things like that that we worry that people don't realize that cellulite's completely normal and most women have it. <laughs> right? So, a little bit of com- compassion for myself while I'm putting on that bikini, right? But then instead of just being like, "No, don't feel that way," or "You shouldn't feel that way. That's ridiculous. Why are you so worried about your looks? Those aren't important." Right. Instead of beating yourself up, judging yourself and just trying to act like you don't have those thoughts and feelings, what you are able to do now is have the awareness and the compassion and then really dig in and say, okay, what thoughts are causing me to feel this way? And so if the thought is, I hate my body, then, you know, you can look at that and say, okay, this thought is not true. You know, I don't really hate my body. I'm just having thoughts about it (laughs) that are making me, you know, unhappy. And then also, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't make me feel good to hate and beat up on my body. This is my body, right? This is how it looks. And it would serve me better if I loved my body. So that's noticing an awareness of those thoughts and, and, and starting to practice that compassion. Now, where some people get a little confused is they're like, okay, I see now that I need to love my body, right? I want to think that thought and be happy, and that's what I want. So when I think I hate my body, I'm just going to be like, nope, stop. Don't think that. You love your body, remember? It's better for you. That's what you you should do. (laughs) And so that's where the frustration comes in. Because when you identify a goal thought, like your goal thought is I love my body, and that's what you want, but you still have that current thought, I hate my body. You have both of them and you get a bit and people tend to get a bit frustrated. But the truth is, is you you're aware of that thought and that it doesn't serve you and you want to get, you know, get have a new thought. But you don't believe that I love my body thought yet. And you can practice it. You can say it over and over. You can say it into the mirror in power pose. You know, you can do all those things. But if you don't truly believe it, it's not going to change anything. Your brain is just like, okay, well, that's nice, but it's not true. (laughs) So there is actually a method that can help you get your way from your current thought to your goal thought. And this is called a lot of different things. It's called a thought ladder or thought stairs. Um, I usually call it thought stairs, but I think of it as as baby thoughts or baby steps (laughs) in my mind. So, you know, just having the thought, I hate my body, and then slapping yourself on the wrist and being like, no, 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 remember, you love your body. Not going to work. Instead, you have to find that thought that is more neutral than I hate my body or not necessarily even neutral. Sometimes you have to go up to a thought that's just less negative. But either way, something that is moving you up the ladder or up the stairs or forward towards the goal thought. And it's got to be a thought that you believe enough that with practice, it can become your default thought. 
you know, because if if you don't believe I love my body and you keep going on and on and telling yourself that, it's just never going to click. So what you need is a thought using those emotions that we talked about before that you can believe. So I did a little example here for me to share with you guys about what you could do if it was I hate my body. And this is going to be very particular and personal to you. It's not following this these stairs that I'm giving you. It's it's something that you would want to work on and really think about, like, what is it about my body that I hate? What is the particular issue? Um, and I'll, I'll go over a second example to help with that. So if the, the current thought is I hate my body and the goal thought is I love my body, a first step could be I have a human body. So if you can say to yourself, I have a human body, and you're like, okay, yeah, that's true, right? And it's a pretty neutral thought. It doesn't really necessarily make you feel good, but it feels better than I hate my body. Like, I have a human body. So then, you know, if that's the trouble area, the thing that you want to work on right now, that's what you do. Just work on that thought. Um, It helps to maybe set an alarm two or three times a day, maybe on your phone, and take a few minutes and think to yourself, I have a human body. And don't just think it or just repeat it, but connect to that improved feeling that it gives you how saying I have a human body is kind of like oh okay that's nice I have a human body which is slightly better than I hate my body (laughs) right that doesn't feel good so then practice that thought and keep practicing it practice it at those scheduled times but also anytime that thought pops up I hate my body be like oh I notice I'm having that thought hmm that's interesting right? But I don't really think that thought's true for me. I don't hate my body. I have a human body, right? And just gently talking to yourself, incorporating that new thought in there, not beating yourself up for having the old thought because it's going to be there, but just being like, oh, okay, I see. I see that you're having that thought, but I, I really think that I just have a human body and that's what I believe. And then once that becomes your go-to thought and you're no longer thinking, I hate my body all the time, then you can work on a next step closer to it. So, for example, you could say, my body is efficient, right? So you went from, I have a human body, just like I have a body, we all have bodies, people have bodies, to my body's efficient. My body gets me from point A to point B, it carries me places, gets me around, helps me reach stuff on the top shelf when I'm cooking. (laughs) My body's efficient. This is my body. It takes me places and we do things. Then you work on that thought, getting up to that thought. From that thought, you could go to, I enjoy my body, right? So now you're moving up just from the movement and the practicality of your body to, I enjoy my body. You know, I can take walks and hikes. I enjoy riding the bike or swimming. I like yoga, like a nice stretch. I like snuggling with my kids or my pet. You know, I really enjoy my body and the things it does for me. And I enjoy movement and I I enjoy the things that I can do with this body. Notice how it's feeling better and better, right? Each thought is creating better feelings. And as you practice them, really connect with those feelings, you know. And then the more you connect with, I enjoy my body and I enjoy doing all these things, then you can move to a thought like, I take care of my body, right? I 
I stretch, I take a bath, I feed it, I take care of it because of all these things that it does that I enjoy so much. And, you know, I, I groom myself, I, I put my clothes on, I like, I have nice sheets on the bed, you know, whatever it is, like, I take care of my body, because I enjoy this movement. And then these thoughts are going to lead you to be like, you know, I enjoy the movement, and I'm taking care of my body, because I love my body. That's a great next step. That's the goal thought. I love my body. You know, and maybe even before you got there, you could also, when you're saying I take care of my body, you know, you could say my body is unique. So you're enjoying the way it moves. You're taking care of it. It's unique. You know, everybody has a body and they're all different. Everybody has a body. (laughs) I like that. And they're all different. And yours is unique. It's unique and you enjoy the movement and you take care of it and you have this beautiful relationship with it. And all those kind of thoughts get you to the goal thought, I love my body. And so that is how a thought ladder or thought stairs or practicing baby thoughts works to take you from that thought to the goal thought without trying to beat yourself up or force yourself to believe things that you don't believe. So I did like just a little one I wrote down for like me and how you can take it more specifically if you had a particular thing that you disliked. So I had, I was picked on quite a bit as a child because of my nose. I have a pointy nose. So I, you know, was called witch nose and ski slope nose and <laughs> all kinds of things. So I, you know, when, when I was little, I wanted plastic surgery and I just hated my nose. And not that I'm judging plastic surgery. If, you know, if you have thoughts and feelings that you feel good about and that's your choice, it's absolutely fine. But for me, that was not actually something I wanted to do, but I just hated my nose. So this is a very simple <laughs> example, right? You can use thought work on huge things like I've done with anxiety and hating things about my actual person. But sometimes our, our physical body and things like that can, can also be big issues for us. So a thought stare for my nose is ugly <laughs> could be instead of my nose is ugly, my nose is pointy. And then my nose fits my face, right? I also have, you know, angular jawline, pointy chin. My nose fits my face. And the next thought up is my nose completes my face, right? Not only does it fit it, but any other nose just wouldn't look right at all. I would would have to work on thoughts about that nose. (laughs) And so if my nose completes my face, then I like my nose. This is my nose. It gives my face its character and it fits and I like the way it looks. And that's true. I do like my nose now. My niece likes to point out how how pointy um, it is all the time. And I'm like, yes, it is. I have a pointy nose. (laughs) I have a pointy face and it fits perfectly. So you can use this ladder on anytime you do a thought download or you're writing down your thoughts, you know, about a circumstance or person or yourself and you're seeing that those thoughts are causing unnecessary negative emotions, then you identify the th- one of the thoughts that's causing that, and you identify a goal thought, which is usually the opposite, <laughs> and you can work on the thoughts in between it to get you from where you are to where you want to be by just subtly shifting those thoughts over time with compassion for yourself along each step at where you are and what you truly believe. And it is a process. These thoughts are ingrained in your mind. Things like, I'm not good enough. I can't do X, Y, or Z. 
I hate my body. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. My boobs are too small. I say um a lot on my podcast. <laughs> Any kind of thought, right, that's, that's making you feel bad, that's bringing you down, it's causing you unnecessary suffering. You can, you know, identify the root causes, the root thoughts, and then work on changing that thought with, with compassion. And just give yourself that space and that time because you've had many of these um, negative thoughts and self-limiting beliefs for years and years. And your brain is literally wired to go to those thoughts. It likes things easy and simple and it's like triggered to this happens or I see this and this is my thought, right? I see a picture in a magazine of someone with no cellulite. My thought is I hate my body. And you just have to rewire that and work on it and give yourself time until you get to that point where you're like, I see a picture in a magazine and it's just a edited Photoshop picture in a magazine. It has nothing to do with me. You know, that's that body with Photoshop probably. And this is my body and I love it. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's definitely worth it. And it's worth the effort and the work so that you, you know, Negative emotions happen. It's part of human life, as we talked about in the emotion episode. But we can manage our minds so that we don't create extra suffering, extra anxiety or pain and hurt for ourselves. We can have an awareness, a mindfulness, and a compassion with ourselves and our thoughts so that we're able to create happier, healthier lives for ourselves without extra anxiety or fear or sadness. Those things will come <laughs> in their own times, not their own ways, but we can manage them and learn and grow and just experience all that life has to offer without extra fear and anxiety and pain. And so that's what this podcast is for, to help teach you these skills so that you can work on your own and self-coach and move towards that happier, healthier life every day. And some of you will listen to this podcast and you will apply this and it will change your life. And that is fantastic. For those of you who are listening and you're like, I see what you're saying, but I just don't know how to apply it. That's okay too. That is what happened with me on my journey. Um, I found a podcast that taught these things and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, this is also true. If I could just connect with it and really apply it, it would change my life. And for me, that meant hiring a life coach. And I hired a coach, someone who could, you know, work with me and help me see those thoughts that weren't true and weren't serving me. Because, you know, we can listen to this and be like, well, but it's true for me. For me, my body really is ugly. For me, I really, I really am not good enough. It's, it's not just a thought. It's the truth, <laughs> right? We can, many of us are like that. And so the coach comes in and can help you see those thoughts and the pain that they're causing you and, and help you through that process of compassion, processing the emotions, and then changing those thoughts. So again, if you're, if you're listening and, and it resonates, apply it. Fantastic. Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook and let me know how it's going and, you know, situations that you've used this technique in. And if you're still having trouble applying it and you want that 
help, you want to dig deep and, and really get into the work and, and transform your life with a coach, then also reach out to me and I will be happy to discuss working with you. And that would be fantastic as well. So take this, learn, apply and enjoy and just, you know, have an amazing day. And thank you for your time. See you next time.